Hi, thanks for tuning in to our first episode of Three Little Mamas, a fun and safe space with three friends who candidly share about marriage, momhood, and ministry. In today's episode, we focus on our recurring weaknesses in marriage. Hope you enjoy. Okay, let me just move this around. Wow, you guys look good. Wow, hi, Shion. Who are these? I saw Maria. Wow. Wow, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Thank you for joining. This is, this is really exciting. This, this is. is fun. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating. You are? <laughs> okay, well, um, We'll just, we'll just wait like one minute and then uh, we can go into it. Let's do it. Yeah, we can just say hi to people coming in, joining us. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, I had no choice. Okay, let's be real, Sarah. Brian is like your number uh, one fan. He, is. he, he set up this, this stand for Oh, me. he was working hard. Aww. Yeah, he, I took pictures, behind the scene pictures. He set up the light, he set up the camera angle, he set everything. Dude, oh, that's awesome. Him. Thank you, Maria, for coming in. Just praying to find something like this. Aww. Aww. That's awesome. Oh, wow. You are here. <laughs> I know we dragged our husbands into <laughs> Our poor husbands. Is Shua watching Sydney right now? Um, he put Sydney to bed. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's what about David? What is he doing? He's right, right here. Now? Yeah, we, oh. we put Kinsley down like an, oh, okay. like an hour ago. Yeah. I see. Yep. Uh, yep. All right. Well, should we go into it? Let's do it. All right. Hi, everybody. Hello. Thank you for joining us. This is really exciting for us. We've never done anything like this before. Um, this I'm Janice. This is Sarah. Hello. And we're talking with Esther here. Hello. Um, yeah, we, we're just three young moms, and we have been friends for some time now, and whenever we talk together, we just have really candid conversations together, and it's really refreshing, and um, there are a lot of times when we just be like, um, I don't know, like, how do you, like, navigate marriage, how do you navigate motherhood, and ministry on top of all of that, mm. how do you do wisdom grace like a lot of times we can feel like we we have no idea what we're doing a lot of times i feel like i'm failing at times <laughs> but i talk with these two friends and i always feel better um we just we're just real with each other and i appreciate that so much and so we just felt like maybe like what if we just had this conversation that we have together in private we just shared it with you guys um we're we're very open. We're open books, and um, we love to share just our own journey with you guys. And maybe it could be an encouragement to you. Mm. Um, also, if there's anything that really speaks to you, anything that that has been something that you guys have been going through, share it with us. Like we would, we love to connect with you, and we would love to hear um, where you're at, your season, your journey. And so this is created. This space is created um, not to be teachy or preachy. Or not to be judgmental of each other, but to be safe, a safe space mm. where we can just just share, just 
have real talk together. The good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, mm. all of that. So, yeah, be gracious with us, everyone. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Um, and so with that then, um, I just thought that we could um, just kind of give like a small background of ourselves to everyone because uh, I don't know everyone who is in here. Um, I just know a few people. And so starting with you, Esther, just tell tell everyone a little bit about yourself, yeah. uh, your like a little your history about your marriage, motherhood and what you do. Yeah. So I'm Esther, Esther Chung, and uh, I married David Chung in 2015 and so uh in a month august 1st we're gonna be married five years so it's crazy time flies but married five years what half a decade i know i know i know and i'm actually proud to say that we're still in love so praise god yeah and uh last year november 7th of 2019 i became a mom to our baby girl, Kinsley, and yeah, she's, she's been such a joy, and so she's almost eight months old. Yeah, and so that's my uh, wife and motherhood background, and right now what I do is I serve on staff with the Meeting Place TMP. We're a, um, a ministry, and we're also right now in the journey of planning a church, and so David and I are really in the trenches of just uh, being a part of this this church family. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah. One week. Oh, one week? Yeah. Week apart. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> I gave birth and then Sarah gave birth like a week later. That's wild. Wow. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm Janice. I am married to Chiwon, pastor to uh, Radiance Church right now. Or not pastor, uh, past, uh, associate pastor there. And um, we've been married for about five and a half years, right? No, no, no. Just kidding. Sorry. Four, four, four. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? 2016, January, we got married. So, yeah, almost four and a half years. Um, and I had Sydney, baby girl Sydney, uh, last year, January. So she's about a year and a half right now. Mm. And she is a cheeky little monkey right now. She is, <laughs> yeah, she's becoming um, more and more um self-willed so it's fun to watch her in this stage oh yeah and i am currently a spiritual director for uh, i just work for biola at the moment yeah yeah so um well i just want to say that esther is a good friend of mine that i have loved and admired and she is um, such an amazing mom and um, a gifted preacher, um, a clear communicator, and most important of all, she is hilarious. And so she's always so fun <laughs> to talk with, and um, especially when it comes to talking about serious topics, you know, it can get really um, tough just like talking about life and the things that are going on in life. But whenever <laughs> you, 
I just feel better. <laughs> and we have a good laugh about it. For sure. And yeah, so that's, I think that's, that's what's been such a gift to me. And I think will be a gift to anyone else that gets to hear you. And um, for Sarah, Sarah and I have been um, praying together um, every week during quarantine. Mm. Um, and um, just during our times together, I have just admired Sarah's humility. And uh, <laughs> Sarah's humility. And um, she is... Um, she just has spiritual wisdom through and through. It just comes out of her. Mm. And for her, the same thing. Whenever I have conversations with her, um, we're able to be real with each other. And it's, yeah, it's been refreshing to um, just walk this motherhood and marriage and ministry journey with Sarah as well. So thank you guys so much for doing this together and just sharing our stories together like this. And Janice, <laughs> always... Just like how she introduced us, she's very selfless. I remember when she first came over to my house, she just, I had given birth. She just started cleaning everything, folding everything. <laughs> so that's... Maybe a little invasive. <laughs> no, no. Uh, she she was like one of the first people to reach out to me after I gave birth. And like, let me like, lactation, no stuff, and just clutch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well... You know what? Let's just let's just get right into it, guys. Let's do it. Got it. Okay. First question. I'm just gonna do a big one. Um, what has been a recurring weakness or struggle that you have dealt with in marriage? Mm. Real talk. <laughs> like just going for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I could go first. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for me, you know, I, I think the hardest part is like comparing your spouse with yourself. And for me, you know, I think you tend to want what you've seen um, as an example. Expose the husbands. Yeah, expose the husbands. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to It's gonna be bad. But anyways, um, I think you tend to want, want and fantasize what you've seen as success and what you imagine as success. And so for me, I've always seen kind of male stronger figures or particularly in ministry, I would see, you know, male pastors with, and then there would be homonyms uh, or like pastor's wife. And the wife is not necessarily quote unquote in uh, a ministry or a pastoral position. And I think being a female pastor and then having a husband who not, who's not in pastoral ministry and, you guys yeah. know David's an accountant and he, the Lord is using him in the, in the marketplace. But I think yeah. in the beginning and sometimes even now what's, what's difficult to navigate in my mind is since I've never seen necessarily an example of anyone doing it opposite, like, you know, um, having to like find peace and patience and trying to navigate what that looks like for us. And so for yeah. me, like, it's almost like a complete redefining of, of learning like what leadership really looks like in our home, what yeah. um, ministry looks like in our home. And um, yeah, and so that's been, I think a weakness of mine is like my impatience with David. Like I would I would expect him to be like a Samwanim and that's not fair. Yeah. yeah, that's not fair to put that on him. 
um, as a man, it's not a fair for me to put that on him as a husband and um, his personality either. And just to serve because I'm serving or to be passionate about what I'm passionate about because I see everyone else's like spouses, quote unquote, doing that. And I think my weakness is like expecting him to be like me or even expecting him to be like a, another spouse. And that's not fair because he is who he is and the Lord loves his uniqueness. And yeah. the Lord uses him even in his uniqueness too. And so, yeah, I think that would be for me, like putting on him the burden of my own expectations and yeah. that expectation being framed or formed by what I've seen. And um, so I, I would say that's, that's something that's my fault and I'm, that I'm always working at, on. Yeah, with that, um, I think what I want to ask is, um, so what has leadership and submission look like in your marriage? Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I, I was going to bring that up. We had, you know, questions prepared, but I was thinking about how, um, you know, we are complementarians. So that's, you know, um, that we believe, you know, in, in gender roles. So we're equal in essence, but distinct in roles. And we believe that David is the head of the family and I am, you know, the wife and I am to submit to him. And so we're, we're complementarians in position, but the question isn't like what what theological position are you, but it's more what theological, like what does that practice look like, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think that each marriage has to determine what that practice looks like. And so for us, we knew theologically we were complementarians and that he was ahead of the household. Yeah. But practically, man, it was it was it was such a journey because I think I expected David to be kind of the visionary or, you know, I thought he would be, you know, come up with a mission and vision statement and, you know, like five, 10 values of our home. And I found myself doing that. And then he wasn't doing that. And so I found myself, you know, feeling like, oh, we weren't uh, living out uh, philosophically or practically the complementarian beliefs that we had. But later on, the Lord really, I would say like three years ago, I was at home and I was sharing with David some of the visions I had for our family and uh, I found myself internally getting frustrated and the Lord, you know, and, and, and that frustration was like, you know, adding up and the Lord really spoke to me so clearly. And he was saying, um, you know, Esther, I made you the visionary of this home. And I was like, I thought the head of the family was the visionary, you know, and, and the Lord was telling me, his love enables you to be who you have been made to be, which is a visionary. And wow. his love and his love as the head of the family enables you to flourish so that yeah. you can play the part in the family that you're meant to play and he could play yeah. the part that he's meant to play. Yeah. And so that really released me of the unrealistic pressure I was putting on David. And it actually allowed me to just flourish. And I realized that, you know, the Bible says, you know, you know, uh, love your wives as Christ loved the church. And Christ loving the church doesn't necessarily mean that the husband has to have an entrepreneurial or, you know, visionary spirit. I have that. He doesn't need to have that, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, but his dying for me looks like putting up with my impatience, putting up with my selfishness and really, you know, and, and he leads in a way, something that's really redeemed me is, um, I don't want to take all the time, but, I used to think that the leader goes ahead and the wife or, you know, you know, follows behind. But what David has shown me is that the husband actually in his leadership and in his humility can come alongside the wife or even come behind her. 
And in yeah. his leadership, he can actually give her yeah. and empower her yeah. to make the decision. And yeah. so David would sometimes say like, hey, I really don't have any wisdom in this. Like you go for it. And he'll actually extend to me the decision. But wow. to close it up, I think for us, we realize practically us playing out that complementarian kind of position is uh, we're a team and we make decisions together using each other's strength. But when it comes to crucial decisions in our family where we're kind of in a fork in the road and the Lord is like, one of you got like, you guys can choose any, any way. Like my favor is with you. I actually leave that up to David kind of yeah. leaving the burden of the responsibility on David and saying, Hey babe, like, I think the Lord is letting us choose whatever. Like, I'm going to just trust that God is going to speak to you and then just empower him in that. And it's yeah. been, it's been awesome for me to see like when, when a man is respected, like what comes out of him, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what like leadership and kind of what that's all looked like for us. Yeah. Well, How about for you? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I just I just want to say I love that so much. And I love um yeah, that you're sharing your story like that because um yeah, we oftentimes see the man being the pastor and then the pastor's wife. Yeah. Right? I mean, both of us are, are like that. I mean, she's she's also a pastor too. <laughs> so that's a different dynamic too right there. But um yeah, I love what you're sharing about his love for you. It gives you the freedom to like you have that visionary that that was your gift and that's what, the way that God created you mm-hmm. and it doesn't that doesn't have to go away like yeah. you don't have to David to have that but at the end of the day like the same way the Christ loves the church yeah David you and yeah you you are free then to like figure out like all the in between yeah in, the, in your relationship yeah For that's sure. that's really beautiful I love that yeah how about you also, guys oh go ahead Sarah and make a comment from personally knowing Dove, or I call him Dove from undergrad, David. Yeah, yeah. I just think it, it's so beautiful when you describe it. I know it's not just like some ideal thing, but it really works because he's so humble and he's a man of God. Mm-hmm. So I really just I back up like everything that you're saying. Like it's yeah. really, Aww. really because he's such a man of God. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Well, what, what about you, Sarah? Tell me. Um, Reoccurring. Yeah. Today we had our reoccurring problem happen again. Oh, and shoot. Then, like hours before Janice came, we like, made up again. Story of our lives is that we have like this one reoccurring problem. <laughs> and it's that uh, my husband's love language is acts of service, mm-hmm. but in the context of marriage. So outside of marriage, I see him serving so many people over and over again Mm -hmm. i don't really see him like needing to be loved by other people from their service um so i think when i got married to him i didn't realize that in this context of marriage like he needed to be loved by being served Uh, so he he feels unloved when i'm not like doing acts of service taking care of chores or you know even like being on top of the bills so that he can really thrive in his ministry I'm a terrible acts of service person, so we always clash. Yeah, he's like, oh, why don't you think of us more? And I'm like, oh, that's just the last. I'm so terrible, guys. You can't judge me. That's just like the last thing on my mind sometimes. I, I don't, yeah, I just don't naturally serve. Although, like, mm-hmm. people think I would because I'm a pastor for children. And I think mm-hmm. being a pastor also 
sometimes like I'm so like I gave everything. So when I come home, I want to be served. Oh, so yeah. in a wife, I'm just to be honest, I'm like I just want to be served by my husband. I just want to be loved. Yeah, yeah. But I forget like he he feels loved. Number one way is when I serve him. Like mm. if I cook, you know, which I suck at, and you know he'll make fun of me that I take like five hours and something he can do in thirty minutes. Mm. Uh, yeah. Weakness would be I don't really love him in the way that he understands. Um, so we'll just always, to be honest, probably like every week we have to go through it over and over again. Like I don't feel loved when you don't think of us ahead of time about the meals before or yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So that's our number one new current weakness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with that, you mentioned that, um, like you guys had that disagreement and argument and then afterwards you guys meet up and you guys were able to talk through that. Um, what does that look like? How were you guys able to understand each other? I think we just very honest. We just say mm. stuff. Or I recently we had like, a, I guess like a breakthrough a little bit in our marriage when mm. he was sharing all the things that he felt like uh, I should love him better. Like how examples of like I wish you would do uh, more like cooking or something because he's better than me. <laughs> and then I think one day recently I just sat there. I said. To be honest, like he knows I've been in a very hard spiritual season for years. I said, I just don't have the capacity to like, do yeah. things. Yeah. Wow. Not physically, but mentally and spiritually. I'm just yeah. not in a place where I feel like I have this overflowing joy and love for things. I'm usually in a really like pretty depressed state. Aww. So when I told him I don't have the capacity to, he like immediately had compassion on me wow. and it's I thought it was so natural for him to know but I think for us we always make up when we're just very honest with our work like this yeah and, that, and then we're just silly so we'll just make up being like oh I didn't know and we'll just be like silly and dance and yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah I really appreciate that um like just owning where we're at and being honest with um the season that we're at or um it doesn't even have to be the season that day, you know? It changes day to day. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, and trusting at the end of the day, like, that our husbands love us, you know? Yeah. That, that we can share that with, with them. Um, and that they do care for us and that they do want to take care of us. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, Janice, how about you? <laughs> okay, um, I will preface, like, just... <laughs> Start off from the very beginning. You guys, I am, through and through, a sinner. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like, just recurring over and over again, I just see how um, selfish I am and petty I am. <laughs> and I get angry so easily. But <laughs> I think, and I was, I was really thinking about this today. Like, what... What is my biggest struggle um, with Chiwon and um, and just like with people in general? I, I realized um, um, like I struggle with admitting my needs, mm. um, and um, I, I I realized instead of telling Chiwon like okay like I feel this way or I feel sad or I'm hurt by what you said or um, like actually owning, like 
um, kind of like along the same lines of what Sarah was saying, instead of sharing that, I would tend to blame or I'll say, you don't understand me. You don't like see me, you know, Mm. but as I was thinking about that, I realized, um, I hate looking or I hate looking like I'm needy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hate looking like I'm in need. Um, that's the thing of a two. I'm an Enneagram two. Twos love being the helper. Like twos are very uncomfortable being helped Mm. (laughs) and being on the receiving end. And so I struggle so much with actually like uttering those words that I am in need and I need you. I need you. Like I need you to do this for me or I just need you in general. So I hate my neediness because of that. I tend to like just shift that like, instead of focusing and recognizing where I'm at, just saying, you can't do this. You're not like, you don't understand me. Like, yeah. Blaming that on him. And so Mm. I think that's been the biggest thing that, um, I've seen in myself. <laughs> I just love the comments. Why? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> yeah. Aww. See, I love that. I love that. I yeah. love that. Um, we can agree with each other in this because that's that's this right here. Like we share this, and we we just feel a little less alone. You know, knowing um, just yeah what our struggles is, and we can encourage each other through that. Okay. So then. Um, what do you feel like you've learned about yourself through your relationship with your husband then? I guess it's kind of similar. Yeah. Um, but has there been anything else that you felt like, oh, like I, I recognize this about myself. It could be something good too. Like, oh, this is my strength. Or this has mm-hmm. helped our marriage. Or, yeah, just that's something really you've, good. like something that you've become a little more self-aware through. When I first heard this question, I immediately thought of like a good thing, because oh. we always talk about how we suck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Actually, when I read the question, I was like, "Huh, oh, what did what do I suck at?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, actually, to my surprise, I I think it's because my husband he, he loves me so well. So when mm. I read it, I immediately thought about how he has shaped me and uh, shaped just like me to see my calling and preaching I think even before we were married I know we're talking about marriage but even before we were married he would always believe in me as a preacher he would like give me feedback but also he would yeah encourage me and I think it even more it goes into my marriage he's number one I think I just said this um yeah before but she said Brian's like my number one fan and believe in your calling yeah yeah believe in my own calling that really teaches me about myself and how god sees me so i just wow. want to add that before we say that stuff <laughs> I <learned that. laughs> yeah. wow that's so encouraging i love that sarah it, it makes me want to cry actually <laughs> that's awesome yeah. yeah how about you esther does anything come up for you yeah i mean i think i think i you know your spouse is kind of like a mirror And so you get to see the reality of your own kind of in a bigger magnified way. And I think I got to see how selfish and impatient I am and how entitled. Yeah, Janice, like, amen a thousand to what you said about, like, you're a sinner. It's like, bro, like, no one knows that better than Jesus and, like, David. Um, Yeah. But I think also, like, what's crazy about that is, like, 
how can someone see that much of my sin and how much like of my true like self that I don't, you know, perform that I don't like, you know, project, like protect, you know, the protected version of me, but yet like that I'm still lovable. And that, and something that's been really powerful for me that the Lord's been speaking to me is that I, when I'm free to be myself, I'm actually enjoyable. And um, cause I never really thought I was like funny or I was like, I always felt like I was too fobby to like hang out with another group of friends. But then, yeah, I just, I always never felt like I belonged or I, w- I was, yeah, enjoyable. But I think when I see my husband, like, not just because like I could be funny or we could be silly together, but the fact that he could see the true me and the ugly me yet still enjoy me. I think that is so like powerful. And so I see, you know, I really experienced Christ um, and confidence. Like, you know, Sarah, you say like Brian's your number one fan. Like I, I, I love it when David goes like, he just says things like, um, like, like, why are you insecure? Like he has no, like almost like, I don't even understand. Yeah. And I don't know, it bothers me when he says that, but then I take, I take a step back and I'm like, wow, it's cause you believe in me, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think, yeah, that, that phrase, like I am enjoyable in, in the fullness of all that I am. Like, you know, yeah. being like kind of like naked and unashamed, like in the scriptures, like kind of going back to that version of me and being enjoyable. I think that's what it's been powerful for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just reading the comments. Just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone wrote, you're funny, Esther. <laughs> my homegirl, that's why. <laughs> How about you guys? I think, I think for myself, I mean, it's, it's all along the same, same lines of what you guys have been saying. I've recognized, man, like, I get angry really easily. I get, like, like, really moody really quickly. Um, I'm, like, up and down, like, real quick. Dude. Was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, like, Chiron will be happy to see me, or he'll just be happy, like, in general, at home, you know? And um, for me, I'll be like, why? Like, why are you happy? Like, I'm, like, being moody right now. Like, why, why are you, like, happy with me? Um, but I think it's it's been really healing for me just to see that, like, he loves me even in my, like, up and down. And yeah. even, like, being moody or, like, sometimes, like, so his nickname for me is, like, I'm a hamster. Um, yeah, it's, it's a long story. But, um, <laughs> sorry, guys, we're, like, I don't know if that's cringy. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob. But when when I go crazy, he calls me dwarf hamster because I, I don't know if you guys know dwarf hamsters. They're like the smallest hamsters, but they're like the craziest. Like they they they're like they look like really like harmless. They look nice on the outside, but then if you try to hold it or something, it's just like it like you can't hold it. It like bites you, scratches you, like it like it goes crazy on you. And so his um, thank you for calling you hamster. He, he'll he'll be like oh like stop being a dwarf hamster right now and um i think what i appreciate about that is that um he's not afraid of me like he's not afraid of mm-hmm. not intimidated by my craziness or like he's not intimidated by my anger or he's not intimidated by my passion um <laughs> yeah um i think like yeah i think 
I've kind of felt this insecurity growing up. Oh, I need to like tone it down. Maybe like I need to calm down a little bit. But um, I think he's shown me that he can handle it. Um, And so it's helped me to be more comfortable with myself. Yeah, through that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And can I just add to something? That's awesome. I, I, wow. I, I just am so encouraged by how just redemptive our husbands have like redemptive figures our husbands have been. But, um, just to add to what I've learned, if we were to go like, like honest, real talk, I never thought I was an angry person until I got married. (laughs) And then I, yeah, I, cause I, I thought that, I mean, I, I was like, okay, I could be petty. Okay. I could be like sensitive, but I never knew I was an, I actually struggle with anger until I got married. Yeah. yeah. And maybe it's because they're a safe space. We could, we feel like we can, you know, like fire can come out of our mouths, but like, I literally had to bring it up in like therapy and it's, it's like the inability yeah. to deal with hurt or, you know, shame or pain, but yeah. dude, yeah. Anger. Yeah. Anger has been a huge one that I've, I've learned. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think us three always, we have to <laughs> repent for our anger towards our husband. Yeah. Pretty evil. Every time, every time send a prayer request to each other, like almost every other week, it's like, oh, I got, I got angry at you, or like I, I raged at you. Yeah. <laughs> <Pray> for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like one time, okay, okay, this is this is real talk right here. Like I am exposing myself right here. Also, hi, hi, Heidi. Oh, I saw. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> um, I the same, same with you, Esther. I didn't realize. I was an angry person or that I had actually this much rage in me and it could like come out of me and yep. like be uncontrollable mm-hmm. until um, like I got married. And one example is one time whenever Chiwon gets really busy during like the summer when there's like, like retreats back to back going on and speaking <laughs> events and like he's like not as available at home. Okay. It, like, starts, like, coming out of me. I'm, like, and, like, on Sundays, I'll be, like, seething. Like, I'm, like, sitting there watching him, like, preach and, like, just give his all to everyone. everyone. And I'm thinking, like, wow, like, you give this much to everybody else? Like, what about your wife right here? Right? (laughs) One time, it got, like, I was so angry. Like, it was just, like, kept, kept going, kept going. Like, and then he went on missions. He was gone. Oh, you told us about this one. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't hold it in. So I just like, I just, I just raged on him, like through text, like, like, da, 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 da. like you're like, you're selfish, like, you don't care about your wife, like, you're on missions right now, you're giving, like, how could you do that? Like, <laughs> 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 well, not, not oh, actually, yeah, on missions too. Oh, yeah, he was on missions. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
thing. There's so much spiritual warfare when it comes to marriage and ministry. Mm. And when we're trying to be effective in ministry, the biggest and easiest target is marriage. And the biggest distraction, the big, the easiest way to make us ineffective in ministry is through, yeah, it has been through marriage. Mm -hmm. And um, I will be the first to admit a lot of times I'm, I'm the cause of that. <laughs> Same. I'm always. I'll just. I'll just confess. Oh, hundred percent. I'm. I'm like the, pro- the problem maker. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so bad for David. Yeah. Me too. I actually for kind of connected to the first question. My other really high reoccurring weakness. Is I feel like I'm stopping and hindering my husband in ministry because of all my crap. Mm. So what I told Jen is that I would like be angry when my husband's on the mission trip. Like, I thought I was the only one. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> we're crazy together. Yeah, we're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> one other thing, I got inspired, actually, when you guys were sharing about your anger, something that a lot of people don't know about me, and even when my friends, they're like, no way, Sarah, like, I don't see you like that. Mm. But in, something I learned about myself is that I can actually really have a huge like sin problem of laziness mm-hmm. and, and sees it all you know he, mm-hmm. yeah. he's with me yeah um yeah but in like you know our community people might think I'm like really hard working and you know my redeemed self yeah but my real true self like I I desire to just live a simple life but not in like a good way sometimes mm-hmm. but then to have my husband still believe in my calling and mm-hmm. the capacity yeah. that he thinks God has given me that has been really good so yeah. good so good yeah well we we didn't want to make this too long we wanted to keep it a little short um and um so we'll we'll kind of wrap things up here with that but there's still a lot more to come this is just the beginning and there's a lot of topics that we want to go through um We'll, we'll just continue to share candidly and we want uh, we want to hear from you guys too like everyone who is tuned in thank you so much for um, hearing <laughs> just coming alongside with us and listening to our journey yeah. um, and we hear about you too and it's not just like it's not just about marriage right it's not just about like if you're in ministry or marriage or, or momhood it's like it's just it's just our like crap at the end of the day like Sarah was saying just just stuff coming out right and so let's let's just do that together let's share it together <laughs> share with us what good i need to make noise in the living room thank you so much everyone for your comments oh can we keep going <laughs> we'll keep going we'll we'll have more don't worry yeah we'll have more to come thank you heidi thank you thank you <laughs> thank you guys um yeah so um, just continue to join us along the ride. Oh, can we set up a GoFundMe for the husband? <laughs> I think will be very Poor guys. Good. Hey, I feel like we made them look really good today. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, um, uh, just keep a lookout for our future posts. We're planning to do lives maybe like once every other week. Um, and we'll just um, take it in stride and see how it goes. And we'll do posts throughout um, the week. And yeah, um, share with us where you guys are at. Yeah. 
Is there anything else that you guys wanted to share? Say, Shay? <laughs> say or share uh, before we say goodbye? No, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Thank Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And we, I think all three of us, our number one priority is to, um, to love God, love our husbands, mm -hmm. and then love our children. So we're thankful that you're on yeah. this live listening to us trying to achieve that yeah mm -hmm. figuring it out as we go yeah yeah and um to everyone out there know that you're not alone we're here for you guys we're all in this together we're all in this together <laughs> Janice, okay. oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm just kidding i'm just kidding this is my problem because i'm not like trendy you know i don't oh, know you did mind. great you did great yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Another time. See you again Thanks, later. Thanks, guys. Okay. Okay, bye.